you're tuned in to the Three Pixels Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Three Pixels Podcast. Hello, Martin. Hello, Darby. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Nice to hear from you again. Yeah, we're back with another episode. So we've all been on dates. We've all met people online. We've all, you know, ex- no, never met never. people online. Never. Well, never met. Never met a person okay. in my life. <laughs> in this world of online interactions, people are actually meeting online. They're getting to know each other better. But the problem is you can't actually go on an in-person date. So, you know, you're a little bit stuck. According to data from OkCupid, data sent more than 35 million intro messages in March, which is about 4 million more than in the same time frame last year. There's also been a 5% increase in folks looking for long-term relationship and a 20% decrease in those looking for hookups. So... People are just looking for love right now. They just want human-to-human contact. Companionship. So, you know, once you've done all the basics, you've had your video chat, you've been texting for a few days, you want to go on an actual date. Well, we have you covered. We've got a list here of some of the best ideas for virtual dates. A virtual date is essentially a date that you can do online virtually, whether it's through video chatting, whether it's through exploring a website or watching something together as a group. There are many options. The first one, and one I actually quite like, is touring a museum. Museums are the kind of classic date, like art galleries. You can't go around one in real life, but there are various tours uh, on YouTube of the best museums around the world. You can actually now go and explore museums around the world without leaving your living room. It's great. You don't even have to wear pants. From the famous works of um, the Prado Museum in Madrid, you can also find a walking tour of the Louvre in Paris. You can explore to your heart's desire and you can see what each museum offers um, and then you can create your own collection and uh, explore online exhibits. Would we all go on a on a museum tour, Darby? I've seen some of these virtual museum tours where you can explore the museum as if you're on Google Maps. Okay. So like you can click to go forward as if you're walking through the exhibits. They're very cool. And you can, um, depending on the museum, you can click to enlarge to view either the plaque and its description, or on some of these websites, you can click to enlarge and get a better look at the artifact itself. It sounds really cool, and I would be very much up for that. It sounds like you get all the benefits of looking at the artwork without the downside of having people standing in your way all the time. So (laughs) it sounds like the perfect thing. Have we ever been to the Louvre or the Prado Museum in Spain at all? Yes, we went to the Louvre we had one day to do it. Yeah. And barely so a day. It wasn't a full day. We didn't have a whole lot of time, but we were able to see all the most important things. And we saw the Mona Lisa and we actually got through the like 14 person deep crowd around the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I'll but just... now you don't have to deal with any no. of that. You can just go see it. You can right just now. look at it right now on the internet. Go for it. Well, if museum touring isn't your thing, we have something else, and that is watching a concert. 
Once again, we're going to YouTube here, but you can find full-length concerts from bands and artists, whether it's Queen at Wembley Stadium in 1986, Radiohead in 2016, or Billie Eilish last year. There is quite a lot there. And if you don't want to commit to a whole long concert, you can just watch a little series like NPR's Tiny Desk Concert Series, where you can just watch short acts and just see the bits that you want to see. Watch together and chat away or, you know, sing along to your heart's content. I think it's a great little thing. There's also been an increase in stay-at-home concerts. There's been actual live streams by your favourite artists like Ed Sheeran, uh, Coldplay and Charlie Puth. See a concert at home. I've been to a number of concerts in my lifetime and I've never experienced a, a virtual one. And I'll be honest, the one thing I don't like about concerts, the ones that I go to more like metal and and you have people who just chuck their beer in the air and it just splashes on people and stuff. And when I went to download in 2012, the amount of times I got hit by these pint glasses, which I hope to God was with beer, was just ridiculous. And that's the one thing with these virtual things I think I would like. The fact you don't get splashed by undesirable liquid, shall we say. And that's a really gross story I just told. Oh, well. <laughs> But yeah, generally, I, I think it'd be, this would be more of my alley. I mean, like I've heard uh, a couple of people have done this already on, on the internet. If this was like a VR thing, if you could imagine, like you put like a VR headset on there and get really engrossed into the performance and that'd be superb. Uh, I would generally, like you said already with the Queen one in 1986, I, I would love just to go back and feel like you're stood in that crowd watching that back sort of thing. That'd be amazing. PlayStation had their experience called PlayStation Home where you could create an avatar and then you could go into their world that they created and you could go, um, and it's all online, so you could go with your friends to go bowling, you could walk around to go to the virtual cinema, and the Stereophonics did a virtual gig in PlayStation Home all these years ago, and it was like a crazy thing at that point. Like The thought of doing that was was crazy. I think live streaming hadn't really taken off in the same way. So um, yeah, I remember going with my friends on, on PlayStation Home virtually and watching uh, Stereophonics' gig, and then afterwards um, they designed Stereophonics characters and they came out into the audience and they were like chatting with people and stuff. You can definitely enjoy a virtual gig for sure with your friends or loved one. Now maybe seeing art isn't your thing, but you could definitely create some art. For the creative minded people out there, you can plan an art project to do together over video chat. Using whatever you have to hand, I think that could be the, the joy of it, of seeing what supplies you can get your hands on around the house and then deciding to draw or paint. Maybe you could draw and paint each other or a landmark outside your window if uh, you're not feeling as adventurous. I mean, we'll just color something in. I mean, there's plenty of opportunity for being creative and uh, it could be a fun experience for both of you to see what you what you come up with. I just say, if, if that was an activity of like painting uh, one another and I was on a date, I'd be very single very quick after that. My painting skills are <laughs> terrible. They'd be like, is that meant to be me? <laughs> is that what you see in me? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you aren't very creative. Maybe this is one to skip over, but... I think it could be fun. And along the same lines, you could even work on a project together in two pieces that you can put together once quarantine ends. Mm. One of you could work on one half of a scene and the other one could work on the other half of a scene, maybe using like a, uh, an image, a real life photo to work from. And then you could have the fun of piecing it together when you, when you meet. It could be a first then, it could be a first talking point on your, on your date when you actually go and see each other in person. Yeah, the first thing I came to mind is like you made a sculpture and then afterwards you just bring them together to make one thing. You could say, 
oh, it's going to be really cheesy now. So, so buckle up, everyone. You could like make two two things separate, put them together. You made a, like a one one thing, like one item, which you both are. You know, two become one. There you go. Spice Aww. Girls. There you go. Spice Girls never fails. If, if... Never <laughs> fails. Talk about never fails. Something that never fails to amaze me how popular it is is uh, escape rooms. And uh, you can't even escape them um, now we're all in quarantine. Uh, virtual escape rooms. You want to see how well you maybe solve a problem with your new date? Try a virtual escape room. If you haven't tried one, it's essentially an immersive problem-solving scenario. You're literally in a room trying to solve clues, usually tied to a fictional situation, and you have a limited amount of time to solve it. For example, someone created a Harry Potter-themed room using Google Docs. If you and your partner are techie, then maybe you can do a VR experience of, of an escape room. I think this is a great idea because you can put your relationship to the test really early. You can see how well you work together. You can see how a person reacts to being frustrated. And you can see, frankly, if they're smart or not. And if you two make a good team and work together well. Yeah, that too. That too. There we go. It's not just all about the other person. God, I feel some angst coming from previous relationships. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like a real strong vibes on that last one. Yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> Listen, you got to put it to the test. I like how, like... The fact that, oh, if you work together, then it comes into it. It was more about that intellect that came into it and how, like, direct that was. Have you ever tried an escape room, either of you two? Nope. No, never. Have you? No, but my girlfriend has. She's gone to a couple now, and she says it's quite interesting to see how people try and work things out and the amazement of some people, how they think, like, where people are completely off. But I only say this because we're talking about, like, how people work. And actually, I think this is probably one... You know, if we're going to do virtual one, this is one that I probably favour because, like we said, you know, I think you could see how someone reacts to certain situations under pressure, as well as how compatible you are. Because I know I'd be terrible at this because I get really super competitive, even though I want to be a team. And I, I, and when I can't figure something out, I get quite frustrated. And I, and I think with that, it's a good sort of eye opener for people. You would just see a completely different side to me, I'm afraid. <laughs> It could be a make or break thing, really, the virtual escape room. But if it goes well, maybe you want to go for dinner or drinks. So if you don't mind someone watching you eat or drink on a video call, then, and it's gone well, the activity you've done beforehand, maybe you could stage a dinner or drinks date. Put on some decent clothes, it's an excuse to dress up, put on some makeup, order food, or eat whatever you've cooked. Maybe cook together virtually. And then you can have a little dinner banter and talk about your activity while you're eating or drinking. Slightly less romantic, you can turn it into a never have I ever drinking game. Sure, maybe you're that kind of couple. That could be fun too, that could be very fun, or could go other ways. It really depends on what you learn from the game. Look, so if you're feeling adventurous, maybe cook together and eat together. If not, maybe order some food delivery to your door. If you're feeling relaxed, maybe some pizza or something a bit fancier, that really is up to you. And it could be a nice little experience, you never know. If you set it up nicely, put the laptop on the other side of the table, and then it almost is like you're sitting opposite each other. I think it could work, I think it's cute. I think it's very, very cute. If the dinner or drinks go well, maybe you want to catch a movie afterwards. I can actually recommend this, we've used it before, Netflix Party. It's actually a Chrome extension that lets you sync up your Netflix viewing and chat on the side so that you can watch Netflix together and it syncs the timing and it's really cool. You can have your own little Netflix party. Yeah, so you can talk on the side or 
you know, FaceTime at the same time. It's a little bit better than some other methods where Darby and I have done this before. You've got to click. You have to go to the exact same point and then click go at the same time. <sighs> and then sometimes some people don't wear headphones and you have to hear the echo and nothing. Okay. So if none of that sounds like it's for you, then maybe just go old school with good old fashioned video games. Any games that uh, you've been playing at the moment, Martin? I've been playing a lot of Pro Evolution Soccer, so I don't think okay. really that is a, a date. Not, not for a date, probably <laughs> not, no. Not. What, what game do you own is the most date-worthy or <laughs> yeah, well, have you date ever, appropriate? Have you ever ranked your video games in terms of dateability? No, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, um, when I was at uni... Um, I, when I used to play games, my girlfriend would be in the room, or sometimes we'd play some together. And probably the ones that she liked the most were the Fallout games, like watching me play that and going through it, and sometimes playing alongside me. But also The Last of Us, she got really into that, and we just sort of stopped that. And I was quite like, oh, I was really enjoying that, and we just never revisited it. And she actually brought that up quite recently. She said, oh, I know, what after that game we'll play? And it took me a moment when she said about what game was that then. And yeah, so that's something that's obviously on my list. So I definitely, probably either those two, adventure games to really nail on. The Last of Us can be quite dark, really, for a first date. Oh, you got you got to just show that dark side, you see, Ben. That's what it is. Okay, all right. I guess also it depends on the person as well. Yeah. I think I'd probably choose something like Mario Kart, because it's like, it's the border, the barrier for entry is quite easy. Most people know what Mario Kart is or have played it in some sides. And it's just a bit of fun. And I think, you know, you can um, get into it a lot easier. There's not a lot of learning or buttons to to play, like to press and play. I think that Mario Kart uh, is really good and a lot of fun. And then, you know, you can play it for as little or as long as you want. It's quite easy just to jump in and out of. I'm going to say now, Mario Kart. Ben knows I'm super competitive and I she <laughs> played Mario Kart with Davinia and when she she was she was saying, Oh yeah, I'm really good at Mario Kart, yeah yeah. Ten games later I've not lost a single one and I just got really like really competitive, like saying, like I said, I'm gonna win the next one now. We'll and I think after a while she's like, I don't really want to play anymore. And that wasn't great. So that's why literally Mario Kart did into my mind first. And then I had this quick flashback of, oh no, 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 it wasn't fun at all. (laughs) Darvi, what would be your game of choice? My favorite long distance date game would have to be Minecraft. Okay, I see that. Because you can construct an entire village together, get to know each other, have fun, low stakes, just chill. And everyone it's has Minecraft so chill. these days. Everybody has Minecraft. But if that's too nerdy for you, you can also try Rocket League. Had fun playing uh, soccer with cars or football with cars, as some of us may say. Yeah, I mean, uh, at least with Rocket League, you've got a bit of competition. So that can, that can be fun. You know, that can just add a bit more fun challenge to it. Almost get the feeling of going to the arcade together, you know, just trying to win for the teddy bear or whatever. (laughs) Not that I ever won the teddy bear. (laughs) We'll be back in just a moment after a word from our sponsor. LSW Minecards are a pack of 45 individually designed cards, each with a tool or task to help you increase your well-being, boost your mood and help you move towards a more fulfilled life. 
LSW Mind Cards are designed to help you become more mindful of your thoughts and feelings and give you the tools that you need to take back control of your happiness, focus on the present and spread positivity throughout your life. Click the link in the description to find out how you can get hold of your cards today and see if you can take a small step to improve your life. So Martin, what's your favourite virtual experience that we've talked about? It's probably the escape room. I think it's because of A, it's what I've really always wanted to do. And because of our current climate that we can't, that I can't actually uh, go to one. I think I would like to do that first. And then mm -hmm. I've already done the watch a movie together the same sort of way you did, where you'd talk to them on the phone and say, okay, let's start the episode now sort of thing. So, and that wasn't any fun. So I'd go with the virtual escape room, personally. I think that was the most uh, exciting one of all of them. Yeah, that does sound like a lot of fun. Darby, what would be your favourite? Oh, my favourite would have to be the dinner and drinks. Really? I thought you were going to go for the museum. I thought about it, but it might be hard to sync up. And then you're at two different places in the museum. You're not really together. You might as well just be touring the museum by yourself. You could share screen. I suppose so. But I'm a classic romantic at heart. I I think that going out for dinner is one of the best dates possible. So I think dinner via video chat is classic romantic updated for modern times. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and as a big music fan myself, I'll have to go for watching a concert and just to choose something a little bit different. I think all the live concerts that have been going on right now um, is awesome. There's so many different things and uh, you can really get a feel for what each other likes. And uh, music's always a good way to connect um, without feeling pressured into conversation and especially tricky topics. And it, it can feel less awkward than sometimes dinner or drinks can. So yeah, those are just some of our thoughts. If you're planning your online date, you have no excuse. There's so much here and you could really have a great time whenever you choose. If you want, you can do them all, and then you've got many dates to keep you busy during the virus times. Well, on that note, let's wrap up this episode. If you have any thoughts on what you think would make great virtual dates, don't forget to get in touch in the usual ways. All the info is in the show notes, and you can let us know on your virtual date, or even send us a photo of you having your virtual date. Maybe we've given you an idea of what you can do. We'd love to see those. Get in touch. And with that, thank you very much to my wonderful co-hosts on this episode, Martin and Darby. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. It's giving me food for thought, what I'm going to do later on this weekend. Well, Martin, I'm glad we could help. We're here to uh, inform you all on things you can do during the virus. It's just part of our service. Thank you too much for everyone for listening. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tune in for the next episode of the Three Pixels podcast. And with that, I'll see you guys later. Adios. See you later. Bye. Thank you. You're tuned in to the Three Pixels podcast. I was testing something. One, two, hang on. Oh. Uh oh. You didn't do this. You can't do this now, Martin. <laughs>